0: You're listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered
1: life. Here we go, Gunn. Do you want to do this one? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you got it. Here you go. Oh,
2: I can't read. No, it's can't. easy.
1: It's just a sponsor. Just but read the script. I don't have
2: like a sponsor voice. Well, I'll just
1: read it. read it. You know, people, the people, they like authenticity. So just read the sponsor script. Let's get this ad out of the way so that we can start okay this episode of the slt podcast is brought to you by Bethlehem
0: and bodyworks christmas is right around the corner (gasps) and let's face it finding the perfect gift can be like seeking out the newborn messiah in the desert (laughs) well let us be the star that guides you to these amazing products that will take your gift game from little drummer boy to alabaster box. Wow. wow. Bathlehem and Body Works specialty soaps and candles come in sweet seasonal scents like frankincense, myrrh, mm-hmm. and milk and honey. Ooh. Or if you're looking for a more classic scent experience, be mm-hmm. transported to another time with smells like camel's breath mm-hmm. or sandals and wood. Not sandalwood. <laughs> Sandals and wood. Oh. I know my personal favorite is Away in a manger. Mm. It's like you can really smell each animal in the nativity. And now for <laughs> a limited time, you can get it as a bubble bath. Oh. And mention the SLT podcast when you're checking out, and you'll still be paying too much money for a scented candle. Man. So be a wise man or woman this Christmas season <laughs> and don't show up empty-handed. Give a gift fit for a king from Bethlehem and Bodyworks. Amen. Wow.
2: I think I know where I'm going to go shopping for Christmas. Wow. Presents. If you believe in this. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to the Spiritual Life Team podcast, where we are very spiritual and serious. Very spiritual. (laughs) Today we are talking about Christmas. It's Christmas time, people. I love Christmas. Same. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I'm Sam. I'm Courtney and I'm Taylor and we are the spiritual life team the SLT here at Liberty Christian School and thank you for tuning into this podcast if you are maybe driving to see some family over Christmas break or who knows what you're doing thank you so much for taking the time to listen in we hope that this blesses you as our conversation is centered all about Jesus everything that we do is all about Jesus Christ and so is Christmas right
2: I don't know. Let's talk about it. That's
1: what mm. I hear. We're on the street. Mm. Today, interestingly, we are talking about canceling Christmas. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. It actually happened one time. What? what? Are you Why? serious? Why would they cancel? Don't worry. We'll explain. Hang in there. But first, we're going to start by having a little more fun with a icebreaker game that I like to call... Fa la 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 la. Hey, that was perfect and not Ooh. rehearsed, people. That's called being in one spirit. Wow. The Christmas this, spirit. we
0: yeah. <laughs> Holy Spirit. We'll get, in, we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa. Just kidding. The smile I take it back. Uh,
1: This game is for Courtney and Taylor. They do not oh. know that I've prepared a fun little game for them. Are we going to have plan. to
2: eat something?
1: If Pastor Sam ever comes to you
0: and said, i prepared something, a fun little game for you, you should automatically get nervous.
2: Is it spicy or gross?
1: Very spiritual <laughs> in oh, the man. spiritual life team. And today, as the name implies, with Fala la 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 La-la... This game is about filling in the lyrics to popular Christmas oh, songs. okay. No eating. Nice. Okay. okay. Got it. So, I will read a line from a popular Christmas song, and you must finish the lyrics. The rule is, of course, no Googling. Don't look at my computer screen, please. And definitely don't change it to Comic Sans. Looking at you, Crenshaw. Ooh. All right. So, let's jump right into it. Whoever gets the most points at the end is the winner, and whoever has the least points, the loser Gets to participate in a special Christmas tradition, a little holiday beverage from times of yore. Mm, yum. I'm worried.
2: Is the table a buzzer or are we going back and forth? Uh, sh-
1: mm, Courtney, for 10, 10. jingle bells. Oh,
0: wow. 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 In I'm the so song
1: nervous. Silent Night, finish the lyric. Silent Night. Holy night, blank.
2: Oh, I just feel so nervous because I'm put on the spot. Silent night, holy night. All is calm, all is bright.
1: Ding, that is correct. Yay, Yay! well done. Awesome. Easy. All right, Taylor, this one is for six reindeer antlers. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. In the song, Oh, Holy Night. It's a favorite. Complete this lyric. Led by the light. Taylor? Timo? come on! Oh, Popular was- Christmas song, Oh Holy Night." Do you want me to sing a little- "Led by the Light"? I uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. mean, I'm really helping you out
0: here. Is it "In Darkness, Air er, Pining"? I don't know. I don't know. No. This. What is this, man? The farmers no. they were fighting. The,
2: the stars farmers, are they were brightly fighting? shining.
1: Wow, well, you don't. Hey, this isn't your question. Get well, out of here. Sorry. Um, no. What's the real words? Incorrect. The correct lyric is "Of faith, serenely beaming." Yes, led by the light of faith, serenely. Do we beaming. listen to Everyone the same? Okay, okay. Next lyric. Courtney, for eight candy canes. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is from Oh Come All Ye Faithful. The lyric starts with, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, blank.
2: Joyful and triumphant.
1: Well, a triumphant answer indeed. Correct. Timo, for 75 ugly Christmas sweaters. Ooh. Keeping with the O theme, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel is the name of the song, and the lyric that you're completing is, O Come, Adonai, Lord of Light.
0: Farmers, farmers, fight, fight, fight! I don't know. <laughs> Wrong, okay,
1: man. no, okay. no points for you. Unfortunately, the correct lyric says everybody knows. I'm sure the listeners were all singing along. Right. Who to thy tribes on Sinai's height? Everybody, that was my second choice. Literally, so, Obviously, that to you, like, oh, I know. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Courtney for twelve geese of drumming in the song Silver Bells. Wait, what? Wait, this I think lyric. It's six ge- okay. <clears throat> Doing great. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. That is correct. Yay! Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Wow, nice wow, 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 wow. job. Great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So joyful. Okay. It's Christmas of, time in the city. Well, all right. Overachiever. Chill. All right. Standard of success is not measured by your accomplishments. I forgot. But rather I forgot. your character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor, mm-hmm. you could steal with this one. Sure, sure, sure. This is the biggest point value that oh. I made up for five golden things in the song Joy to the World.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: Okay? Yep. Everyone knows that one. And yep. this is an easy one for real. Yep. In heaven and nature sing, in heaven and nature sing. That is incorrect, dude. Come on! Did you not hear the slight inflection in my voice yeah, that I, I, implied he did the that it was one. the third out of four stanzas? I mean, which is yeah. in heaven and nature sing. The correct lyric is heaven and heaven. and nature oh, man. sing. Also, it's heaven. 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 Yes. yes, you if take out ever, that e. There's or, no e. There's if you've a, a red apostrophe. The cr- Christmas hymnal. You'll know that it's H-E-A-V heaven. apostrophe N. Heaven.
2: Heaven. You're right. Well, wow. you
1: unfortunately, Timo, that means for you, you, sir, must face the punishment. You must drink a traditional Christmas beverage. Don't worry. You can have just a sip of this. bam ba-da-bam. Oh, no. Ranch dressing flavored soda. Mm. And the little subtitle, for some reason, it's got a subtitle on the bottle, says, y'all get your fixings. This is what I grew up on. Give me that. This is ranch dressing soda. It smells the, like ranch, but uh, I mean, dude, I'm sorry. You just weren't in the Christmas spirit. Kay. This is a tradition my family's done for years for yeah. Christmas. Uh, <laughs> uh, that good, huh?
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like mommy used to make. Ah, just well. like mommy.
1: No. No? No. No, oh, no, no, no. no, no, man. no. Mm, Where's nope. your Christmas spirit? Yep, 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 yep. Jingle all the
0: way. Jingle all the way. Try it. It's not. You good.
1: know, it's actually not that bad. It's not
0: good. It's just not. Oh man, not. I'm it's
1: bummed. Done. This was supposed to be a consequence. <laughs> you like it? <sighs> oh, I like it.
2: <sighs> okay. <sighs> that was the biggest. Oh, there's the taste. Yeah, good try. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so cool. You can't take a gulp that big and hide it. it's disgusting.
0: Does Courtney get anything? Nope.
1: Uh-uh. She gets to and not a drinky oh, oh, good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm regret. Okay, today, (laughs) very spiritual. Today we are talking about canceling Christmas. What? What do we mean when we say canceling Christmas? Dear listener, don't worry. We have no intention of doing so. We love Christmas. We love that Christmas is all about Jesus. So let us explain. Today we're talking about how we as Christians celebrate Christmas um, versus a lot of the secular traditions that have become kind of synonymous and part of how we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, so Christmas is a wonderful holiday in which we believers in Jesus Christ celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior. But over the years and throughout history, Christmas has become kind of complicated with traditions that have little or nothing to do with Jesus. So the question that we are going to be focusing on in this episode today, is it wrong for Christians to celebrate The secular traditions that have become associated with Christmas, even if these traditions may have pagan origins? What? Wait, what? I know, right? So just to start us off here, what do we mean by secular and pagan? Real quick, the definition of secular, when we say these secular traditions, their activities are things that have no religious or spiritual basis. Secular versus Christian or other religions. And then pagan means the practice of religions other than Christianity. It's a Christian term referring to other religions that worship false gods. So,
0: And as we're going through the podcast today, the key verse that we want to have in mind as we're talking about these things and these traditions of how we celebrate Christmas is Romans 8, uh, verse 33 through 37, and it reads, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself, has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from God's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scripture says, no, despite all these things, overwhelmingly victory is ours
1: through Christ who loved us. Awesome.
0: It's a good word.
1: I love that. So another version I love is where you hear a popular phrase in Christianity. And in that verse, it says um, that we are more than conquerors Mm. in Christ Jesus, right? Ours is a faith that brings persecution. So how is it that we can be more than conquerors? And what does that have to do with Christmas? Well, interesting question. Did you know that Jesus was not born in December?
2: What? Say it ain't so.
1: I'm sorry to burst your bubbles.
2: I, I thought it was December 25th at 6.32 p.m.
1: Precisely, yes. I see that you have the amplified version. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, true fact, um, that's actually not that uncommon of knowledge. I think a lot of people might know that fun fact that scholars, religious or non, kind of agree that historically it makes a lot more sense for Jesus to have been born in like late August or early September, right? So how did we start celebrating Christmas on December 25th?
2: Great question.
0: That's a really good question. I mean, I don't know. It's a great date. I like it. Um, Sam,
1: do you happen to know? Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. For a little context, by the way, I got a little... um, I got a little zealous over Thanksgiving break, and I did a lot of research <laughs> on the history of Christmas, or Christery, as I call it. Teach and, us. Yes. Again, the point of this podcast episode is what does it mean to be more than a conqueror in Christ, and how can we take something like Christmas that admittedly in pop culture is becoming less and less, you know, centered on Jesus Christ, Right. and how can we make sure that he's the primary focus in Christmas? So... December 25th, why did no one correct it as Christianity and the church was developing? Why did nobody say, hey, hmm, that's not true, uh, and fix that? Well, interesting. It's because the spread of the Christian faith when it was the disciples became the apostles and went out and started growing the church and spreading Christianity across the world, they found that there were all kinds of people, groups, and cultures that had something in common. Many of these ancient people groups, for hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born, celebrated something called the winter solstice, right or midwinter. There's all sorts of names for it depending on their culture. Mm. Sounds cold. It's
2: my mom's birthday, December twenty first. Oh, happy
1: birthday! My mom's in December
2: too.
0: Mm.
1: December thirtieth. Neat. Well, it's not Jesus's birthday. Mm. Sorry, Jesus. But we do celebrate his birth <laughs> during that time. Because as Christianity was spreading, as the missionaries and apostles were spreading the gospel of Jesus and growing the Christian faith, they found that people really wanted to keep some of their traditions that they had in the winter. But um, interestingly, those people didn't really care if it was about their non-Christian, like pagan gods. They just wanted to do the festivities. They just wanted to do the fun things that were associated, like trees, like pine trees. Wait, like, like a Christmas tree? Well, I guess that depends on what you use the tree for. Oh, interesting. Mm, couldn't any tree be a Christmas tree?
2: Like well, a, I don't know because mine's artificial.
1: Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Fair true. enough. Mine Ooh. looks like an apple tree. Mm. Already pre-lit, you know. Not true.
0: Okay, so the date isn't necessarily the right one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we can still celebrate it during the time, right? What about like presents? Like giving presents? That sounds very nice and good. And God gives us gifts, so we give gifts to other people, right? That's why we started it.
2: I heard it started with the wise men.
1: Yeah. Okay. I want gold. You thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of got Like, okay, you got frankincense. Sweet. Okay. You got myrrh. Okay. Okay. Smells good. Smells good. good. Oh, you know, it's a manger. Smells good. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate it. Here's some gold. Why is this man imagine, of all? Yes, can you imagine guy. the other two wise men looking <laughs> and being like, are
0: you?
2: You're like, I thought we agreed, agreed on a price. That's,
1: That's like point. you go to like a white elephant gift. Yeah. And you go and way like over the budget.
2: Dollars, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, way to <laughs> make my frankincense look bad
1: well to quote the wise man as he once said uh presents are a way of saying i love you this it's many much. dollars worth <laughs> mm-hmm. that michael, was the
2: original wise man
1: michael scott well Sam Dow, down oh. michael scott mm. <laughs> um so here's how we'll do it i'm gonna go down this list and you guys decide if you think that the origins of these different christmas traditions that are big mainstays of celebrating christmas are Christian or not. So I'll go down the list, you take your guess, and I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) Okay, so we know the date. Not really Christian. December 25th, not Christian. Okay. Christmas presents. Christian. Christian? Not Christian. Yep, came from Romans. Way back in the day, they were giving gifts to kids hundreds of years before Jesus was born during their winter festival. Okay. Next, Christmas wreaths. Oh, those are pretty. Those are mm, cool. Those I'm gonna ones. go
2: not Christian on this one.
1: Mm,
0: okay. I'll go different. Christian. Like a wreath, like a celebration, like a victory crown.
1: Oh, it's interesting that you said a victory crown. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that is what wreaths started out as. I know, wow. for like the like the Olympics. Uh-huh. They would give them to them when
0: they won good the Olympic games, right?
1: Yeah. Roman tradition, You're Jesus still is wrong, the victor. Yes, Roman holiday. They hung <laughs> they hung greenery on their doors mm. in a wreath shape during their winter festival. The Romans did of Saturnalia. For the god Saturn and it was to hope that they received a good harvest the next year. So Christmas Saturn lights. has
0: a ring on
1: it. Uh they didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Ancient <laughs> Roman Just a technology. Nice coincidence. Wow. Are Romans wow. aliens? Potentially. On the next podcast. <sighs> future episode. <laughs> <of the laughs> <out. game>. Okay. <laughs> Christmas lights. Um Are y'all hung up by the way? Your lights up?
0: Yeah, everything but the roof, because we were planning to get a new roof, but then it might not happen, so I got to put them up. Got to raise the roof, bro.
1: Raise the roof.
2: Ours are not yet. We really need to. All of our insides decorated, but since early November.
1: Thing that they're not, because Christmas lights, not Christian. Romans, Saturnalia, candles around the house. That sounds very unsafe. Yeah. Yep. Lighten it up. Not OSHA approved. Next, Christmas caroling.
2: I'm going to go Christian.
1: Sames. Did y'all ever Christmas carols kids, by the way?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like you as did?
1: kids? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When you were kids, did you go? You know, My board grandma's board neighborhood. Like, maybe like oh. once or twice or so. Yeah, yeah, Not a whole lot, but maybe with like the youth group, we go to different places. Well, mm-hmm. you were yeah. unwittingly participating in a tradition that was founded with pagan beliefs. What? Okay. I know, mm-hmm. not Christian. Christmas caroling was originally called wassailing where they would go door-to-door, door, these people, and they would just bang on random people's doors, and they would sing loudly and basically just make a raucous, you know? Like a,
0: like wailing noises instead of wassailing?
1: Like wailing. <laughs> I guess you could. The, the history of it goes way back, and these people would go door-to-door, door, and they would be singing, yelling, just making a noise, <laughs> demanding... <laughs> to, like, annoy people? Yes. They, that, and that was the point. They would annoy them until they gave them something. So that line in the, you know, we wish you Merry Christmas, says, like, give us oh, some... Oh, give us piggy pudding. pudding. We uh, won't go until we get some. That is actually more of the history of gosh they, oh, should wow. just, they should have gone
2: for something better than figgy pudding. oh for sure yeah saying. because like then, uh
1: gold yes <laughs>
0: back to the gold
1: <laughs> because uh wassail means good fortune to you in that language
0: wow okay yep, so good again. fortune to
1: you if you give me something Bye. tell us more tell us yes. more. okay okay what's Next another one? christmas cookies gingerbread men gingerbread houses
2: i'm gonna go as a kind christian's being hospitable no. to others sure
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think this whole game is a bruise so i'm gonna say not christian he's
1: figured me out oh. Oh. correct it's not christian guys gingerbread <laughs> men were invented by queen elizabeth I as a party favor she thought it would no be cool oh. to get guests that came to her party that she was having a cookie in the shape of them like a little person so you like, let yourself. them eat Nothing gingerbread cookies with oh. Jesus and gingerbread houses. This one's where it gets heat. that sounds a little, awesome, A little yeah, spicy. I guess depending on how much ginger you yeah, use. Right. Oh. Uh, gingerbread houses. The earliest known record historically of where we got that idea is from the old German folk tale, the fairy tale we all know of Hansel and Gretel.
2: No way.
1: In which a little boy and a little girl are lured into a gingerbread candy house and to eaten. be eaten by a who?
2: A witch, right?
1: That is correct. Man. Hmm. Goody, goody gumdrops. Well, <laughs> Mer- Merry, Merry Christmas. yeah. Yay. Oh, what a bummer. Last but not least, kind of the biggest thing, I think when most people, when I say Christmas, the thing you first think of, of all these traditions that we're listing here, the Christmas tree. Christian well, or not? I'm
2: just going to say not, because I'm, I'm seeing the trend.
1: Yep, same. Actually, that one... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that is... Also, not a Christian tradition, kind of along the same lines of the wreath. That came from the tradition of having a tree that you would put into your house. And again, it was a celebration, even putting candles on it. So putting lights on your tree. Again,
0: very not safe.
1: Yeah. that uh, not that interesting? Like they, Legit candles, dude. Yeah. yeah. Candles, yeah. open flame, dead yeah. tree, yeah. not good. Yes. So that was more about celebrating like the midwinter, winter solstice festival did not have really anything to do with Jesus until yet those pesky christians came along and said hey this is an awesome festival but we think you're focusing on the wrong things let's make this all about jesus yeah well
0: i i for one i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna take down all the stuff no no man no that's not what we're saying come on bro
2: you 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 haven't tuned in for the rest of the podcast that
0: that ranch dressing soda's gone to his head
2: stick with us Mm. yep
0: okay all right well convince me convince me because i'm 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 feeling like i need
1: to go take down all my presents oh (laughs) so hearing all this might be asking yourself like much like okay pine cove much like taylor here does doing any or all of these originally pagan traditions at christmas mean that i'm not celebrating jesus and that i've been unknowingly participating in evil rituals this whole time
2: yes go and repent
1: no (laughs) (laughs) no that is not what we are saying listeners no These traditions have been conquered. To go back to our key Bible verses that we mentioned earlier, Christians, we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. And what we mean is that we have taken these traditions that are not inherently sinful, necessarily having a tree in your house. What's wrong with that? If you're thinking nothing, you're correct. As long as you're not tying it to a non-Christian God, any God besides our God as Christians, then there's nothing wrong with it. And if you make it about Jesus, you're doing the right thing because everything should be all about Jesus. So, my question for you two, why do people sometimes get really upset about those things and say, well, as Christians, we really should take down our tree. We should get rid of all the wreaths, all of the reindeer, all of it. Just get rid of it and have only nativities everywhere. I would like to think and believe
0: that uh, it begins out of a pure motive and intention Mm -hmm. of really wanting to honor the Lord with how we celebrate this time, right? Like, I don't I want to believe it's not just because they want to be a Scrooge and rain on the parade. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think instead of a genuine wanting to honor Jesus and keep him at the center of all things. And I think it's a route that could potentially be a pendulum swing too far of, you know, being in the world, but not of the world. Mm-hmm. And rather than stepping into the world to redeem it, it's a retreating from the world mm-hmm. and kind of, mm, yeah. you know, creating our own safe barrier and a, keeping it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. A bubble. Or, or like a bubble. Yeah. 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 Of like, no, we're going to recluse, make this bubble around our things and not interact with the world at all. And so I, I think that's kind of where it comes from. What do you guys think?
2: I think it can also sometimes come from a place of, um, without even maybe recognizing it, but just of frustration or hurt or bitterness mm, of yeah. maybe even childhood experiences of like their home looking differently than someone else's and either clinging to the fact that maybe they grew up in a house that didn't celebrate any of these things and really making that their mantra. Um Or the opposite of like having been hurt of, you know, comparing different people's gifts that they received from Santa Claus. And as a child, if it looked different for you, you being hurt by that and wanting to protect your children from having those same hurts. And so Mm. I think sometimes it can also come from a place of um, bitterness or hurt.
0: And Sam, all right. So I think you alluded to earlier in the podcast, but I found this Mm. fascinating um, about removing, canceling, not doing any of the what we now call traditional Christmas practices, like Mm -hmm. the tree, presents, caroling, all of those things. And you alluded to that's happened before. Mm -hmm. Like, can you share that?
1: Yeah. Did you know there was actually a time when someone tried to officially cancel Christmas, specifically all of those secular traditions in England um, the ways that people were celebrating Christmas time in the middle of December were getting a little bit out of hand and not focused on Jesus. And this is after um Christians had kind of won the victory and made Christmas the world over all about Jesus. Mm. And so out of concern, he decided, okay, we're gonna cancel all of these. And they actually wrote laws banning things like caroling, things like decorating your homes. And they had police going around and telling people to take decorations down and things. And it did not go well. People got really, really upset. Um, And I don't know where their hearts were at. I personally, my takeaway from this historical fact is that both sides were maybe missing the heart of Jesus. In that, man, these extremes on either side Mm -hmm. of like, no, it should be only Jesus all the time. And like, no, we just want to party and have fun. It's like, there can be a middle ground and absolutely should be a middle ground where these traditions and these fun things, decorations and all these awesome things that bring us joy. There's nothing that brings us joy more than Jesus. And so I think it's unreasonable to want to cancel Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just in case anybody was still worried about that. (laughs) So in the same way that Christians have taken December 25th and, you know, this time and made it about Christmas and made Christmas about Jesus can other like non-Christian traditions and things, be conquered or redeemed in the same way so like do the historical origins or like how something was founded determine its permanent value like what it means from then on or is there a way to redeem things and make them about jesus
2: i absolutely think that there is opportunity here to redeem these things i think that's part of life as a believer is that we are in the world like we like taylor just mentioned um but but we are not of the world and so I think for me, there's so much freedom and excitement in that of, hey, God has gifted us with uh, creativity, even mm-hmm. of w- ways that we can bear his image and show. Um, how things can point back to him. And so I think whether it's Christmas, whether it's a different holiday, whatever it may be, that there's so much opportunity for us to engage in the things of this world and point them back to the truth of Jesus Christ and to the truth of the gospel. And I think even just an easy filter, we could put that through is asking ourselves, does Christmas or do are different traditions complement or compete with God's truth? And if it's competing with God's truth, what are the ways that we can um, edit those uh, fun family traditions or things of the world to where we can point them back to complementing ways that we can incorporate God's truth into just even daily conversations or rhythms of our families?
0: Mm. So let's take that that verbiage that we just used, and we've used this verse and alluded to it a couple of times. But what does it mean specifically for Christmas? Um, to be in
1: the world, uh, but not of the world. Right. So that comes from John chapter 17, verses 13 through 19. And this is when Jesus is praying to God as his father, um, knowing that his time to die on the cross is approaching. And so he's giving this long prayer. And part of that says this, starting in verse 13, Jesus talking to his father says, now I'm coming to you. I told them, meaning all of us, many things while I was with them in this world, so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth, just as you sent me into the world. I am sending them, that's us, into the world, and I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. So that's Jesus's prayer for us. And where you get the phrase, (laughs) being in the world, but not of the world. So being able to live in a world where obviously not everything is all about Jesus, but if your heart is centered around Christ, how can you not participate in the things of the world to the point where you are denying Christ or like Courtney said, you know, compromising your beliefs as a Christian, but you're still around these people and you haven't reclused yourself into a bubble. Yeah. I think it's really cool here. Whenever it says, like in verse 18, it says, just as
0: you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world, which is us, right? Like we are being sent into the world by Jesus. And I think that there should be something about celebrating Christmas as a believer that should be enticing and attractive to a secular world. Yeah. Um, like if you have friends or family that maybe they don't know Jesus or haven't grown up in the church or whatever, and they come to your house Christmas morning and they see how you as a believer do Christmas, Mm -hmm. um, there should be a sense of, man, this is different. Mm. Like this is better. Like something about this, um. Man, I was missing it somewhere else, you know? And so there should be this thing about when believers do Christmas, it should be uh, bigger, better, more focused on Jesus that Mm -hmm. actually restores us. It's not just about getting gifts and spending time with family. It's about reflecting on what Jesus came to do and has done for us, which actually gives great joy, like all these carols talk
1: about, right? I love that. I mean, it's it's the same thing as like being Christian in name only, right? Mm, Like if you genuinely are a Christian, you'll have the fruit and the fruit is like the joy. You'll know that someone knows Jesus and loves him and believes in him because they act like him. There's just being around them is like being around Jesus. So making something about Jesus doesn't mean just slapping the name Jesus on it or slapping Christian on it. Right. It means you know that man, it's emanating the joy and the love of the mm-hmm. Lord in a way that when they talk about Jesus, they're like, oh, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. I want some of that. Yep.
2: So good. And I think part of it too that I think of is, with the generosity or giving other people's gifts. Like my parents did a great job even from a young age of having us be involved in getting our siblings gifts and um, being really thoughtful about them. And so now that is something that I just love and look forward to and Throughout the entire year and thinking, hey, what are different gifts, whether it's for someone's birthday or for Christmas that I can give them that is going to make them know that I see them, that I know them. And it's just so that's one of the sweetest things about Christmas for me is I've just been filled with this anticipation of I can't wait till Kinsey opens this gift or I can't wait to see what my dad's response is going to be when he opens this thoughtful and intentional gift or whatever it may be. And I think that that's kind of what we're talking about is that's a a reflection of Jesus Christ and um, just what he has done on our behalf, on the character of God, how he's good and gracious and that he knows us well, that we get to participate in that. And it looks different from a secular idea of Christmas of I'm just buying you gifts and toys and things that you want. But instead that there's that extra level of intentionality for a believer that we can lean into of um, really showing someone, Hey, I, I know you, I see you and I love you. And even I try to think about like, am I giving gifts to people that are going to stir up their affections for the Lord? And what does that look like?
1: So as we're having this conversation about Christmas and the different traditions and things and how they can become all about Jesus by showing who he is, not necessarily, even if their historical foundations aren't, they can totally point us closer to Jesus. Um, We are just challenging our families at Liberty Christian School to evaluate their hearts first and see what is your own priority. And know that if your priority in your heart is Jesus, then that will flow out of you in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, As long as it's not sinful, that's the line that the Holy Spirit will convict you of. They're saying, no, you can't make those things about Jesus. Um, But if it's things like Christmas traditions, um, those are something that we can redeem. Those are something that we can honor God in doing and celebrating. Basically, Chill out, worship Jesus, and don't be a Scrooge. So and put that
2: on a T-shirt, you know.
1: <laughs> have some joy this Christmas. We love you all. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Um, we can't wait to see you guys back in January. We love you. Bye bye.
0: Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us on the SLT podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at spirituallifeatmylcs.com. Eat let yourself. them eat Nothing gingerbread cookies with uh. Jesus jingle all the way jingle all the way